Blog Talk Radio. entrepreneur that you need to know about. You need to hear the topic that we're going to talk about today because let me tell you, it's one that has definitely crossed my mind and hopefully it's crossed your mind too, but it's something that as female entrepreneurs, we get wrapped up in the day-to-day inertia, if you will, of our businesses that some of these details on the outside may just kind of slip our mind and they're incredibly important incredibly important to have a wildly successful business and to have a business that is safe and is protected and that's kind of what we're going to focus on today but before we dive into introducing our guest I want to remind everyone stay on until the end of the program because it's at the end of the program that you get all the information on how to contact or get in touch with our guest more as well as uh, any extra little tidbit that she's going to share. I always have my guest, as you know, share that favorite business tip right at the end of the, the program. So you've got to stay on to hear that. It's also when I'm going to give you all of the contact information for Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. You know, this is a program that we are the resource center for women, business, and success. And we want to provide you with all of those tools that you need. And one of the ways that you can get those tools is to be a guest on the show, to start your own podcast, to uh, stay connected to the different individuals that we've had on the program in the past, and how to do that, all that information, all the way that you can get in contact with us and ask those questions and get those questions answered and get that support for success is going to be at the end of the program. So stay with us until that point. All right. Okay. So into the juicy stuff. What are we talking about today? We're talking about insurance. Okay. I know you're probably going, taking a deep breath, going seriously. That's an exciting topic. Well, actually, it's an important topic, an incredibly important topic. Uh, Like I said, especially for female entrepreneurs, this is one of those details that we don't always think about. And yet it is critical for our success in the long run. It is critical for protecting the assets that we are building within our business, as well as protecting our business, our personal life and our personal assets. So insurance is definitely something that we need to talk about, that we need to think about when we are in business. Remember, I'm always telling you, you've got to think like a big business. You may be an entrepreneur building your small empire, but you need to think like the bigger businesses, if you want to break through that glass ceiling. So we're going to have a wonderful interview today uh, with Erin, oh, I should have asked ahead of time, Ardley. I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, She is the founder and president of Dynama Insurance, and it is here that she helps to make the insurance planning process more transparent and more accessible for her clients, meeting the needs of individuals 
uh, facing complex life events, facing marriage, divorce, blending family or workplace needs. Uh, as independent brokers, Erin and her team represent the country's strongest and most reliable insurance companies and provide, provide unbiased access to the most competitive products. Uh, Dynamic Insurance provides life, disability, health, long-term care insurance, as well as reviews of existing insurance policies. Her areas of expertise include private client products and cross-border planning for international clients. So for those of you, you're building your empire and you're going to take it international, you're taking your business international, this is valuable information for you. Erin is also a mentor for Women Unlimited, Inc., and a board member of the Estate Planning Council of New York City, an advisory board of NYC, I should say, um, and an advisory board member of the World ooh, the World Music Institute. That's pretty cool. I'd like to hear more about that. So please welcome to our show, Erin. Erin, welcome to the Women Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. You know, this is something that, as I said in the introduction, it, it's one of those details that female entrepreneurs don't always think about, and yet it is so, so important. Um, why, before we kind of get into the depth of that, what led you into building your, into building Dynama um, Insurance? Like, why did you go down this path as a female entrepreneur to build your business? Great question. So I worked at an insurance brokerage before founding my own company. And as you might imagine, it was led by men. And I always had different ideas about how I might do things if it were my company. And so I got to a point where I felt I'd learned enough there. I left that company, I actually gave myself a year off and traveled around the world and then came back and said, you know what, I think I'm going to give my own company a try. I spent so many years learning about this business and I feel like I have something to say that's different. And I think what's interesting in this space is that there's very few women that own independent insurance brokerages. I don't know exactly why that is. But I do think women bring something different to the table. Women tend to want to help. And we also, we enjoy helping people. We enjoy explaining. We enjoy taking care of others. So to me, it's a really a natural fit for a woman to be in the insurance business. But for whatever reason, the recruiting or the resources aren't there. And so uh, it is a bit unusual. That's, that's very interesting. You know, they, we know that there aren't as many larger companies that are women-run um, so it's it's cool that you have built this and you're building it with that that touch because women are more relational and it's it's insurance can be kind of one of those uh it's not a warm fuzzy topic all the time <laughs> and yet you talk, <laughs> yeah right but and you talk about educating people about insurance in the real world and that's kind of leads right into some of our questions we want to talk about is how can entrepreneurs and, and, you know, bend it towards women entrepreneurs a little bit, reduce risk in their business via insurance? So it's important if you started a company to think about the insurance you need, especially with women. We're really good at taking care of other people, but we don't always take care of ourselves. So insurance is designed to protect you, to reduce risk, to help you and your business thrive. And if you've left a corporate job, you've probably left behind some of the benefits that you used to have. So a big one is disability insurance. 
Many people have that through their corporate job. If you go out and start your own company, you have to have disability insurance. An interesting statistic is that during your career, you have a one in four chance of being out of work for more than 90 days due to an illness or an injury. So it's so important to have a plan, a safety net in case that happens to you. And you can get disability insurance for yourself, for your colleagues, for your employees, but most importantly for you (laughs) at the beginning that would pay you a monthly benefit if you weren't able to be at work full time. And so that is the difference between maybe keeping your business going or not. Um, There's also policies that would help pay the bills of your company if you were unable to be out, you know, running the business and bringing in the money and the revenue that you normally would bring in. So if your business is your baby and you want to protect it, disability insurance should be definitely something you do right out of the gate. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, that's something that, as you said, entrepreneurs don't always think about that. But uh, but my husband's company, for well, my company as well, but, you know, my husband's a pool builder, and he runs all of the major the major projects. If he wasn't out doing that, if he, you know, the, and that's, that's a big chunk of funds that aren't going to come in every month. And you need to think about this as an entrepreneur and as a female entrepreneur, Who's what's going to make that cash register ring, right? If you aren't, if you aren't uh, insured. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you. It's not necessarily. I hope I'm not going to throw you a, a curveball, but it's something that I've often talked to when I'm coaching my clients about um, liability insurances. As a, this isn't necessarily something we talked about talking about, but I think it'd be great to touch on it right here. What's the importance as a? Because there are so many coaches and consultants in the female entrepreneur world, why is it important for them to have some type of, an, of a liability insurance to protect themselves and their assets? So it's important to have liability insurance because you could be sued by anyone. And so, you know, very simple things like, for example, starting a business in your home, if you don't have the right type of liability insurance, um, homeowner's insurance, um, workplace insurance, What if someone trips and falls while in your apartment? What if your apartment leaks and while it doesn't ruin anything in your apartment, it drips down below and ruins your neighbor's Picasso? There are so many things that could lead to lawsuits and liabilities, and they could be really big numbers. So you wouldn't go out and drive without car insurance. You shouldn't be running a business without liability insurance. Your home should be properly insured. And then, of course, you, you you're the brain behind the business. You personally need to be insured and protected, too. Oh, I like that. I like that. And that, again, these little details, little details that we don't always think about. Uh, tell me about the key person insurance. What What is that? What is a key person insurance? So key person is a type of life insurance. And so many of us have life insurance because we want to protect our families. We know that if our children or our spouse depends on us as the breadwinner, if something were to happen to us, we would need life insurance there to help replenish the funds that we're no longer producing. But you haven't, many people haven't thought about that in terms of their business and their colleagues and especially business partners. So if I have a company and I have a star salesperson and they're import, they're responsible for bringing in 90% of the revenue, what would happen if that person died unexpectedly? What's my plan? How am I bringing in new revenue? I probably have a certain amount of time where I'm not going to receive that revenue, but my business has to keep running. And I probably need to hire someone else. And I might have to pay that new person more because I'm you know, under the gun, right? So a key person 
uh, it could be key man or key woman, policy would be life insurance on your work colleague, whether your employee or your business partner. But if they had an untimely passing, the business would receive a certain amount of life insurance benefit. And the business would be able to use that to tide itself over until it was able to you know, get a new person to help with all those key tasks. That is incredible. Do you know, I had no idea that I like to think I'm kind of, (laughs) well, I didn't even know that existed and I hadn't even thought about it from that point of view. And, and a lot of entrepreneurs probably don't, they don't think about, Oh, what if this person actually like instantly died, like didn't or instantly left the business in, in turn, you know, in, in the untimely passing of someone, um, we don't think about that. We don't think that, you know, you could walk into the office tomorrow and like you said, your key salesperson is gone. That's, that's a very, very interesting, very interesting point. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, <laughs> that actually now, happened to a company I worked for many years ago. Wow. They're, um, they were putting together a magazine and there was one woman uh, in her thirties that knew where everything was in the computer for the magazine. Um, and she had a heart condition and something terrible happened. It became exacerbated. She went home one night and the next day passed away and it was a freak heart attack at a very early age and no one even had the password to her computer. It was a complete disaster. So, you know, you need certain recovery methods in place and, you know, in the event of a disaster and a tragic loss, you know, certainly, you know, cash at least helps, to sustain the company, you know, you you probably need time to you know to mourn to process, but certainly money to get help is going to at least mitigate some of what you would be going through if that were to happen. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. You know, I'm always I'm always on my clients. You have to have. I don't care if you are in the first month or two months of your business. Start designing a policies and procedures manual so that. Right. As you're handing, you know, as you begin to get large enough where you're delegating these authority, these different things to people, it's it's all set and ready to go. And then, of course, if you fire one person or hire a new person, it's all there. But I had never looked at it from the angle of of insurance along that line. That's that's incredible. Now, you founded Dynamic Insurance in 2014. What do you wish you knew before you started your business? Well, I was very determined not to have a partner in my business. I wanted this to be my company and my vision. I was going to do it all myself. And, um, you know, I wish I had known then how lonely that was going to be and how challenging it was going to be to manage everything on my own. And I was fortunate in finding good help, but it's still lonely at the top. And so in my third year, based on a friend's recommendation, I hired an executive coach And he really helped me to strategize and set up priorities. He held me accountable. He was a sounding board. But also he kind of cheered me on and and congratulated me and would say, you know, don't beat yourself up. This was good. (laughs) And so it does get very lonely. And, you know, I've told him that sometimes I feel like I'm in an orchestra and I'm running around. I'm trying to play every single instrument by myself. And it can be really noisy (laughs) and really uncoordinated. I feel like a coach, if you don't have a business partner, a coach is really like that conductor that could come in and bring some order, some direction, and kind of keep the music going. (laughs) I I agree 100%. Pardon my, um, I did put a cough drop for the listeners in my mouth and got some allergies going on here. Um, 
I agree completely. And I wish that I had done more of that as well. I know I don't have a partner other than my husband, obviously, but having even just a board of advisors can, can be really help, really helpful because you're in the middle of the forest. You can't always see those trees, right? Yeah. So that's, now, <laughs> now, you say your biggest challenge for you as a founder of the company is turning off the entrepreneurial electrical current. It's an interesting phrase, <laughs> entrepreneurial electrical current that runs through all of our brains as entrepreneurs. I want to know more about that. What do you consider that entrepreneur electrical current? I think, you know, whenever, before I founded my company, I always worked really hard, but I was able to turn it off. I was able to not check my phone on Saturday or, you know, leave work at four o'clock on a sunny Friday. And the first year I founded my business, I really couldn't turn it off. I couldn't read a book for fun because I felt guilty. I thought I could be doing a podcast or I could be sending out more emails or why am I not planning, you know, my seventh networking event of the month. And I really just felt like, I could not stop working on my company and that my company needed me. And that's a really easy way to burn out. Um, it's not productive. So what I realized is I actually have to schedule downtime. I have to schedule exercise. I have to schedule um, go out, you know, go for a walk, go to a museum, uh, go listen to music. And my brain really does, you know, work better when I get some, not only just breaks, but some diversity. And that's part of why you mentioned my World Music Institute board membership is part of why I became a board member there. It's an institution that brings musicians and dance performers from all over the world to perform in New York City. And I think, you know, the world just needs more cultural exchange, but also selfishly, it really gets me out going to these events and meeting these artists. And it, it helps me tap into that other side of my brain that I can get tempted to turn off. <laughs> that You know, that's so important. I talked to, as most of my listeners know that I also host the Brain Lady Speaks show. And as a brain personality connection expert and understanding the intricacies of the entrepreneurial brain, it, it is, it, we get so into, we can go down that, that tunnel, so to speak, and get caught up in working and working and working and working that you're right. You don't, especially if you're, the, if you're in the beginning of your business and you don't have a lot of support at this point, you, you can burn out and burnout can kill your business so fast. And it is, it's as easy to refresh that brain. It can be going out for a walk or taking what I like to say is brain bait, brain breaks, but that hobby having a, a being on a, I had, you know, that kind of takes it to a whole nother level uh, being on the world music, you know, uh, uh, board of directors or that you are, it helps, to just really re refresh and refeed your brain with something fun, right? How long have you been doing that? I think it's only been about two years as of this July. And um, yeah, it's, it's been a great experience though. It's really gotten me to, again, kind of take off the entrepreneurial hat or, or just adjust it, you know, think about how to help a charity as opposed to my business. And I also thank you giving back and being, involved in something that's bigger than you is important too. kind of keeps it real. <laughs> Doesn't it though? It really, really, really does. That's, that's wonderful. Now you've traveled. So talking about world, you've traveled a lot. You, you said that you've gone to all seven continents and you say that that makes you 
a better business owner. How so? I think that traveling has a lot in common to running a business. You really have to learn to listen to people. You have to empathize. You have to slow down. You stumble and get lost and have to dust yourself off and keep going. Um, there's a lot of things that happen to you when you're traveling and that make you kind of pause and make you rethink things that train your mind for entrepreneurship. And I think that a lot of the lessons I've learned while traveling help me be a better business owner. And also, if you want to travel, you have to delegate. You have to build a team. So I think the inspiration of knowing, hey, I'm going to be in London in two weeks is my team ready? Have I trained them? Have I given them the tools they need? That really helps inspire me to work harder and to train them better and to delegate more because I know I want to have that vacation and that trip for myself. So I think it's a balance. I think it's, you know, if you are running your business properly, you should have that team. You should have that freedom to be able to walk away. Um, but also the experiences you have when you're out traveling, I think, can really teach you about you know, the world and that translates back to your customers. I love that. I love that. And I, I cannot emphasize and agree with enough the building of a team, even in the new steps, even if you're, I don't care if you're just starting your business, or you've been in your business for 10 years or 20 years or whatever it is. I hate the word solopreneur because that indicates you're doing it on your own. No empire has, was built by just one person. And from a brain perspective, you have to have a team. You have to have people that are going to do the things that are not within your brain strengths. And as you said, a huge benefit of having a team, you know, we always get these big stars in our eyes. Oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I can work from the beach. Can you really? Like, can you really work from the beach? Do you have a team taking care of that day-to-day ins and outs of your business that allows you to do that. I mean, that's something to really think about. So building a team is incredibly important. I I agree 100% with that. Now you're based in New York city. So you have, tell us, tell the listeners, is it really price point wise? A lot of entrepreneurs are out there and unless they have everything structured very well and they have a very, profitable machine in terms of their business, they may think, oh my goodness, another expense. Are we talking about a large expense when we talk about the base, uh, you know, insurances that, that you think the entrepreneur should have? What are those? Run us real quick. What are the base insurances they should have and how, how expensive is it? And I know it's going to vary from state to state, but kind of give us what, what you would what you would say on that? Sure, I think it's important to not price yourself out of something that you might need before you've investigated it. Insurance is going to vary price-wise depending upon your age, your health, your state, and the exact amount of coverage that you need. So my advice there is to do something that women are really good at is to shop. <laughs> so the important thing is to shop around. Make sure you're looking at a lot of options. Do not buy the first thing that someone shows you. That's the biggest mistake I see women make is they just say, I don't understand this. I just want to get it over with. Someone puts something in front of them and they sign it and they're like, great, throw it in the file cabinet, never going to look at it again. So don't do that. It's really important that you think about what you need for your business. Talk to your corporate attorney. Talk to your accountant. um, Talk to other business owners. 
typically you wish you should have, if you have partners, you should have key woman insurance, which is what happens if one of you passes away, probably buy sell insurance. So rather than benefiting the business, that's used to buy out the shares of that person's family. Do you want your female partner's husband to be your new partner if she dies? Probably not. So having buy-sell insurance gives you funds to buy out her shares. So that's important. And both buy-sell and key woman insurance are usually simple-term life policies. They're sometimes a few hundred dollars a year. So to prevent one of these disasters from happening in your company, you could be having, you know, a million, two million dollars of benefit for six, seven hundred dollars a year. I mean, that's a no-brainer. And then health insurance as well is something you need, your employees need. There are different tiers, different levels, different deductibles. So again, get options, get educated. And then for disability insurance, that's something that you can get a very bare bones policy that covers the most likely scenario rather than every possible scenario. And that's a way to drastically reduce what the price would be. So even if you have to get the bare bones, something is better than nothing. And I, I use the analogy of you're wearing a bathing suit, you're walking outside into a snowstorm. If you can't get, you know, the fantastic hat and the gloves and the ski mask, you better at least get the boots and the pants and the jacket, <laughs> right? right. So something is better than nothing. You're braving the storm as the entrepreneur. Anything that you can put together on the insurance and to protect your business is better than nothing. So don't write it off and say it's too expensive, I'm a new business, I, I, I can't afford it. Get something and take the time and the patience to shop. We always say it, ask to see at least two products, ask to see at least three different companies. Feel like you've, you've been educated before you buy something. So those are our tips. I love that. I, I, love, I love that because it does sometimes, I know for me, when my brain gets overwhelmed, I'm like, okay, fine, just do that. <laughs> And don't want to necessarily have to digest that. So you've made it very understandable and helped myself as well as my listeners to kind of demystify or break this down into smaller, more understandable chunks. So now I have, if the listeners would like to, before we get to that, as a female entrepreneur, and you may have already hit this before in, in something that we've talked about with um, lessons that you've learned, but one top tip, I always like to ask my, my guests, what is your one top tip that you would give to women entrepreneurs who are building their, their business empire to help them just keep going? Like, what's your, what's your top tip outside of getting insurance, of course? <laughs> yeah, after, after getting your insurance, the top tip I would have would be don't be perfect. I think women strive so hard and, and push themselves so much to be the best. And when you're running a business, not everything, almost nothing actually needs to be perfect. It just needs to happen. So if you have an idea for, um, you know, a podcast or an article, it doesn't have to be perfect. Just put it out there. See if it works. Um, you haven't tried social media, try it. If you fail, you'll adjust, you'll try it again. You want to hire someone or bring in someone or add a new line to your company. You know, being a business owner means that you stumble, you will epically fail at times too, and you just have to get up and try it again. So if you always wait to be perfect, you'll end up not moving forward. So don't be afraid, let your hair down, um, trip, laugh, and keep going. <laughs> I love it. Trip, laugh, get a bottle of wine, and just <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Erin, you have been such a great guest on the show, and I know that we could just keep right on going. Um, 
but I appreciate, I value your time as well as our listeners' time. So I want to wrap it up. How Now, how can someone get a hold of you if they want to follow you on social media, if they want to connect with you or ask you questions or, you know, actually, you know, retain you for your services? How do they go about doing that? So my website is probably the easiest way. It's dynamainsurance.com, D-Y-N-A-M-A insurance.com. You can also Google me, Erin Ardley. I'm actually the only Erin Ardley that is on Google. So maybe I'm the only Erin Ardley in the world. So it's E-R-I-N-A-R-D-L-E-I-G-H. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, You can email me through the website. You can call me by looking at the website. Um, our main number is 212-933-9456. I don't charge for my time, so I'm happy just to talk and give advice to anyone that's listened to the show that would like to ask some questions. And we do work with clients all over the country, so I welcome any entrepreneur who wants to either talk insurance or even just talk shop about running a business to reach out. Oh, that is such what an amazing uh, offer that you just made to the listeners, and I hope my listeners really appreciate what a value uh, you are not just in the in the insurance provider, but being a, an entrepreneur who has built a successful business. Um, that is, you're definitely a wealth of information there. So thank you so much. All of those links, we will have those links on the show page uh, as we build the in the show description on the show page for women entrepreneurs podcast show today and it will be under our date and the our interview with Aaron here so you'll be able to find all of that information as well as information on how to connect with me more with women entrepreneurs Aaron thank you so much for being a guest on the program today I look forward to continuing a relationship with you I've got some questions for you so I will be calling you in the future Sounds great. Thank you, Julie. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. All right, for the listeners, if you have a great idea for a topic of the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show, maybe it is a business challenge that you have had and you would like to hear covered, shoot me an email at info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. Now, those are all plural. So women entrepreneurs with an S, extraordinaire.com, info at Let me know what it is that you'd like the topic you'd like to see covered. If you are a female entrepreneur and you would like to be interviewed on the program, you have a wonderful message and you would like to be introduced to the world. Well, then give it also shoot me an email at that info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com and we'll see what we can do. Also, we have our business page on Facebook, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, as well as a private group, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. And we also have our main website, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, all plural, dot com. So you can check that out. We're doing a lot of changes, lots of growth happening for us right now. So you're going to see a lot of updates on that website, a lot of great new members. We have membership levels for $10 a year. You can get in a membership directory all the way up to our experts that we are bringing on to help our women have total success in their business. So we do a lot of stuff in addition to the Women Entrepreneurs Show. I thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us here today. I thoroughly enjoyed the interview with Erin, and I know that you did too. So I just want to remind everyone that until next week, until we have our next wonderful guest or share our wonderful information, I want everyone to just simply enjoy every moment. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.